Beings, our numbers are, are low this morning. Do you folks want to have a Sunday school class this morning? Or are you just, there's very few of us in here. So, you want to keep everybody in here? Or? I just stay in here today. Okay. And what about the, what about the reels? The, the small class, the toddler class. Three of yeah, the tiny ones. If you want to give them a break, if you want to take a break, you can keep them in here. It's up to you. Okay. Since we're few in number this morning, we'll still get into the Word. Yeah. Amen. <clears throat> we'll still retain what we can. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Nothing like being in the presence of God. business that's going on in the world today. I'm glad I know him. not really knowing the, the time and even interpretation and all that and then things happening and then people are kind of like uh, going into a little state of fear and all this and and uh, I always remember that back in the 80s and today even though you know all this stuff scared going on about the coronavirus <coughs> my wife and I were discussing it the other day uh, we remember when when uh, certain people were scared about uh, uh, what is it the, the virus that came from uh, Africa Ebola, Ebola all these other stuff and I, we ran into an elderly lady in, in Walmart a few days ago and, and she was saying, I can remember when we had the polio scare. <coughs> and she said, that came and that went. She said, that's just how this situation is going to be. A lot of people in the state of panic. I said, yep, precisely what's going on. But a lot of things come. Of course, a lot of things stir us up, shake us up. And we, uh, the, only thing, the only thing about it is this. The Bible says not to be caught unawares. Mm -hmm. Not to be caught unawares. Amen. You know, it's it's kind of a situation where we're understanding understanding our relationship with the Lord, understanding that relationship. 
uh, we, we are definitely going to face uh, certain things in the future. We're, we're going to face, but, but you know, he's going to be our strength. Yes. He's going to be our guide. He's going to be our counsel. He's going to be our shield. He's going to be our buckler. He's going to yes. be our great reward. reward. Yes. Right. He's going to be our hiding place. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's so many things that, you know, we as God's people, uh, we have that promise. But but one thing that I want you to understand, and, and uh, <clears throat> I never considered myself to be a prophet. I never called myself a prophet. Um, but, you know, the Lord has, has used me to speak certain times. And... Uh, and, and I'm, I'm saying this because you know what we what we have come to know and what we've come to understand what we've been taught about certain things and, and of course you know I, I, I kind of think we're right now we're being ushered into that time the Bible talks about uh, referring to the seventh week of Daniel we're coming close to that time now and we're feeling the effects of it the whole world is feeling it there's that uncertainty and there's that fear and, and, and it's like that when you when you don't have control of your future and, and uh, but we do. I'm glad we we do have our future in somebody's hands. Yes. Yes. And, uh, praise God. So we're here. So I I feel led this morning to to speak to each and every one of us, regardless of what we are uh, going through right now, what we are facing, certain certain things uh, that we are going to encounter. But just remember this: what's really important to all of us right now, right here is our relationship with him. And when we talk about that, you know, we talk about the the relationship we have as far as our covenant, the covenant that he has given us, the covenant. Now, if you want to open your Bibles to the book of Hebrews this morning, we'll start there in chapter 8. And uh, I just want to talk to you about covenant relationship this morning. Covenant relationship. And that's, to me, that's important to each and every one of us. We are, we need to have a relationship. But remember, our relationship is always, is is built upon the covenant that he has made with us. And and, uh, to be quite frank and honest with you, it's pretty simple. It's pretty simple. Okay? You read here in Hebrews chapter 8, and I'll start with verse number 10. He said, uh, well, we could back up a little bit if, if we want to. One more verse, number 9. Not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt, because they continued not in my covenant, and I regarded them not, saith the Lord. Pay attention to those, those words. For this is the covenant that I make with the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord, I will put my laws into their mind and write them in their hearts. And I will be to them a God. And they shall be to me a people. Now that's the covenant. The covenant is this, that he will be to us a God and we will be to him a people. That is the covenant. That they they shall not teach every man his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for all shall know me from the least to the greatest. We shall know him. We shall know him. 
Now, I'm not just talking about understanding Scripture and, and knowing what that is, interpreting Scripture and knowing what the Scripture is. Because we are blessed to be able to understand Scripture. A lot of people don't understand. That's not just what I'm, what it's referring to, but it's having that knowledge and knowing Him. Our relationship, our covenant relationship is as such so that we can <clears throat> have that understanding and, and to know Him, to know not just His Word, but His will. That's important for us to understand. So remember that. Okay, and, and uh, know the Lord from, for all shall know me from the least to the greatest. For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their iniquities will I remember no more. In that he saith a new covenant, he hath made the first old. Now that which decayeth and waxeth old is ready to vanish away. He's talking about the Old Testament, by the way. So, but <clears throat> our our ability to be able to live to be able to survive to be able to be preserved you notice I use three different words live uh, survive be preserved hinges on our covenant relationship uh, it, it takes it takes you know for us to to understand and know about that covenant relationship remember he said this he was going to be a god to us and we were going to be a people to him so it's those two elements of the relationship he's going to be our god we're going to be his people amen is that what it is so that that's the extent of it okay that's the extent of it in so many ways but Here's the thing, 2 Corinthians 16, or 2 Corinthians 6, excuse me, not 16. 2 Corinthians 6. And I, I just want you just to listen to what he's saying here as far as the scripture is concerned. Uh, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll start with verse number 16, and we'll go all the way to uh, uh, verse number 18. It says, And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For we are the temple of the living God, as God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Now, pay attention to what he's saying. I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Does everybody see that? Yeah. Wherefore come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. Come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you and will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. Now, now here, here we hear, we, we see... We understand about you know what it is this covenant relationship and and of course what the Lord is commanding us that we should do we, we need to be separate we need to be separate from the world when I talk about separate from the world I mean this we do not walk like the world we do not live like the world we do not sin like the world we're separate 
We're separated unto him. We're his people. Okay? That's the covenant relationship right there and then. It's that he can be our God and we can be his people. There's so many reasons why this is important for us to understand. So when we talk about covenant relationship, of course now, uh, you know, we are to be, in this, in this covenant, in this relationship, we are to be, uh, obviously he said that he was going to walk in us and he was going to dwell in us and walk in us. So in other words, being led, being filled, being quickened by the Spirit of God. That's the covenant. That's the covenant relationship to keep ourselves in that place. Okay? So to kind of understand everything as far as His Word and His will as it pertains to us in our covenant relationship. There's certain things we, we need to understand because, you know... Uh, God wants us to be, you know, he, he wants to, obviously, He wants to be our God. Amen. Amen. That's the reason why we're here. And He wants us to be His people. Amen. Turn back with me in the book of Deuteronomy, the Old Testament. <clears throat> and uh, I'm just going to give you an example of, of His relationship with His people. Of course, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people don't understand this, but the way he deals with his people is, is, is in the same manner as he dealt with Israel. It's the same manner he's dealing with the church even now. There's some things that, you know, that are uh, there as a, re as a result of this relationship, this covenant. And, and we're going to see that in, in Deuteronomy 29, if I didn't give you a chapter, verse number 12, it says this. Look what he says. <clears throat> that thou shouldest enter into covenant... With the Lord thy God. That thou shouldest enter into covenant with the Lord thy God. And into his oath. It's important for us to understand. Even today. Even this covenant. The New Testament covenant. We need to enter into covenant with him. And even his oath. Into his oath. Which the Lord thy God maketh with thee this day. He's made that covenant. He's reached out to us through the New Testament covenant. Of course, we just finished reading scriptures about that. Amen. That he may establish thee today for a people unto himself. That we can be established, be established for a people unto himself. And that he may be unto thee a God, as he has said unto thee. And as he has sworn unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. In other words, he wants to be our God. And he wants us to be his people. Here we are, the same tenor of words. The same tenor of words. Neither will you only do, neither with you only do I make this covenant and this oath. Okay? Neither with you only do I make this covenant and this oath. But with him that standeth here with us this day before the Lord our God. All the, all the people that were standing there with Israel, standing here this day before the Lord our God. And look what he says. And also with him that is not here with us this day. 
So in other words, this covenant relationship is not just made with, was made with them back then. Guess what? It's made with, with, uh, with, with his people today. Today. So the, the difference being is that this covenant, of course, we enter into the covenant. We have entered into his covenant, haven't we? we? When we heard the gospel, what did we do? We obeyed, we repented, we were baptized, we were filled with the Holy Ghost. Now his spirit is sanctifying it. So that is the covenant relationship. Amen. The covenant relationship. I want you to understand something. As we enter into the covenant relationship with him, he's going to be our God and we are going to be his people. Let me tell you something. That is a different economy than the world's economy. It's different. Because we are entering into covenant with him. He's going to be our God. We are going to be his people. Amen. Our relationship is based upon the promises, his word, his commandments, his statutes. That are given to us. It's a different economy. Now let that sink, sink in right now. Just let it sink in a little bit here. So we see that. We see that. We understand that. So it's important for us. Like I said. It's, it's pretty simple. It's, it's pretty simple. All we have to do is what? <coughs> Obey him. <clears throat> what could be more simpler than that? That's right, right. Love him. Yeah. Huh? To love him. To seek him. Yeah. Why? Because he's our God. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. That's right. To put our trust in him. Yeah. Every, everything about who we are, our life, everything about our being, Everything about our existence, guess what? It's, it's in his hands. Mm -hmm. That's what he wants us to do. He wants us to basically declare him and proclaim him as our God. Amen. And we are his people. Amen. There's just so much assurance and so much peace that comes with that when we know that our lives are in his hand as a result of this relationship. I want to make this covenant with you. I want to be your God and I want you to be my people. Wow. Despite what's going on here in this world. Right? That's right. Huh? Despite what's happening right now in this world. We live in this world, but we're not part of the world. You know, uh, listening to, to different people talk about this world that we live in and all the different systems in this world, the ecosystems, and they always say that they, this is a different ecosystem and all, all this. You know, we, we're in a different ecosystem. We live and we move and we have our being in Him. That's what Paul said in Acts chapter 17. So we're part of a different ecosystem, a different economy. Praise God. And see, that's what this covenant is based upon. That relationship with him. That he's our God and we are his people. Woo. So when we see that, but the simplicity of it is this. In, in verse number 9 in, in chapter 29 there, 
Go to verse number 9. Look what he says. Keep therefore the words of this covenant. Keep therefore the words of this covenant and do them that ye may prosper in all that ye do. Now, here again, please don't misinterpret. <clears throat> I'm not talking about as long as we obey him, he's going to make us rich. That's not what I'm talking about. As long as we do what he instructs us to do, as long as we obey him, guess what? He will bless us. He will keep us. He will sustain us. He will make a way that we can prosper to prosper. Hallelujah. It's as simple as that. You know, I, I know, I know this. Different ones are going through certain things right now. Different ones are experiencing certain, uh, you know, hardships, whatever they may be, uh, spiritual, babbling, every day. You know, sin, the world, you name it, uh, the abominations of this world, temptation, and maybe some materially, maybe some of us have need of certain things, and maybe even our finances, amen, we're concerned about what's going to happen, and, and, and you know, uh, how are we going to survive, how are we going to live, and, and we're, we're facing that right now. That's a fear that we are all that we all have, I believe. We're looking at certain things, and we're going to say, how are we going to overcome this? Amen. How are we going to survive this? Amen. How are we going to get through this? But let me tell you something. Remember, we have entered into a covenant relationship Amen. with Him. Amen. He said, as long as you are my people, I'm your God. Amen. So as a result, guess what's going to happen? I'm going to take care of you as long as you do my will. I'm going to provide for you. Amen. I'm going to sustain you. Yes. That's what he says. Yes. That's what he says. Amen. Keep therefore the words of this covenant and do them that ye may prosper in all that ye do. Amen. Uh, our ability to live is not based upon what the government can do for us. That's right. Or any other program. Yes. Our ability to live is based upon this, is obeying his will and his word. And, and, and God will make a way. It's kind of hard for us to wrap our minds around that. To let go of these things that basically, that we that have governed our lives for so long. Come on. To remember our covenant relationship. Remember. Remember. You know, uh, it may not seem like it, but uh, did you know we're living in the promised land spiritually? Yes. Amen. That's right. Spiritually, we're, we're living in the promised land. He promised that he would bless us in a land that flows with milk and honey. There's, a, there's, you know, uh, you go into Walmart right now and there's certain things you notice in there, you know, there's a lot of things that are on the shelves anymore. Yeah. <clears throat> 
kind of, kind of reminds me of the scripture in the book of Revelation. It talks about see not see that don't don't that you don't hurt the wine. A, 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 a penny of wheat for our uh, a wheat or barley for a, a penny, and see thou hurt not the wine. In other words, there's going to be a time of, of what we would call uh, there's going to be a lack of certain substances. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A shortage. So I understand that. That's what we. That's what we're going to experience in the world. You know that the world is in that is entering into that place. But guess what? It's different for God's people because our our resources. Do not come. And, and of course, you know what? The Lord will use the world to bless us. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. God will make a way for us. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. God will make a way for us. Yeah. We might be asking the question, how are we going to do it? Well, we may not be able to do it, but let me tell you something. God can do it. Right. God can move upon somebody to bless you. So, so we see that. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. That doesn't mean for us to waste our substance. Yeah. Right. We have to use a little wisdom. Yeah. Right. Huh? Yeah. Let's not be careless. Let's not be, you know. <coughs> and as long as we put our trust in Him, you know, it's it's going to happen. So, so, so we see that. We see that. And, and the thing about this is, is um, if we could just remember, remember. Hallelujah. Hard for people to wrap their hand or their minds around this concept. We talk about living by faith and it's hard for us to wrap our minds around this concept when you do His will. When you set out to do His will and you try to stay in His will regardless of what happens around you all the needs that we have. There's sometimes, you know, we have to decide what we are going to do. What's important for us? What's more important? Our salvation. Yes. Amen. Right. That's right. That's right. Salvation. That's right. And sometimes we have to decide what we're going to do as far as being able to sustain ourselves, our salvation. That should be the very thing that, you know, is the very way that we prioritize every decision we make. Yes. Right. Amen. You understand what I'm saying? Amen. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all its righteousness, and all these shall be added unto you. Amen. In other words, keep yourself in, in God's will. Yep. Keep yourself in favor with God no matter what happens to you, no matter what you're going through right now. Just make sure that you are walking with Him. Right. All these other things will be added unto you. Amen. 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 Jesus. Amen. You know, we, we go through certain hardships and we go through certain things and and, and we kind of get <clears throat> a little upset, we get disturbed, we get bothered, we get worried, and, and we think, oh man, this is this is getting difficult. But do you realize this? There's people in third world countries that have it a lot worse than yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. To live every day. To be able to eat every day. Yes. Amen. That's right. Amen. Yeah. Jesus. Here's the thing. I want everybody to understand this, to keep your minds in that place with God. 
that is not so much all these material needs. Maybe even the financial needs. I want you to understand this. He said, he said, is not life more than meat? Yeah. Yes. yes. That's right. Amen. Huh? Amen. Yes. Amen. So we understand that in order for us to be able to overcome and to prosper, we need to realize our covenant relationship with him has to be in place. That God is going to be the soul. Amen. The soul. Amen. Provider yes. of his people. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Oftentimes I've thought about that. We, we've, been, we've been in hardship before. But you know what? The Lord has always come through for us. That's one thing I can say. Yes. I could never yes. speak negative about what God has yes. done for us because he has always come through for us. Yes. Amen. Even at times when we thought that, hey, what's going on yes. here? But you know what? We survived. Yeah. We came through. Yes. And that's what that's what David said. That's right. David said, I used to be young, now I'm old, but there's one thing I've never seen. His seed begging for bread. Yes. The righteous forsaken are his seed begging for bread. Yes. Never came to that point. Why? Because God is always there for you and I. Amen. So, so despite what we're experiencing right now, this, despite what we're seeing in the world today, let me tell you something. We serve a God who is able. But make sure you know what the difference is between a need and a want. Yes, sir. My God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory. Supply all your needs. God knows God knows all the things that are going this world is going to face what it's going to go through of course we're getting a little taste of it that panic and that fear huh yeah people are just whatever whatever which way the winds are blowing that's just where they're going <laughs> But I'm glad that we know, I'm glad we understand, I'm glad we have a God. Yes. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Let's, let's not forget, uh, go with me to Deuteronomy chapter 8, since we're in the book of Deuteronomy. Let me, let me pass this scripture here. And, and I, I, want you to, I want you to see this. Um, We'll start with uh, verse number one. All the commandments which I command thee this day shall ye observe to do that ye may live and multiply and go in and possess the land which the Lord swore unto your fathers. And thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness to humble thee and to prove thee to know what was in thine heart, whether thou wouldest keep his commandments or no. And he humbled thee, and suffered thee to hunger, fed thee with manna which thou knowest not. Neither did thy fathers know, 
that he might make thee know that man doth not live by bread only, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord doth man live. So he says, Thy raiment wax not old upon thee, neither did thy foot swell those forty years, these forty years. Thou shalt also consider in thine heart that as a man chasteneth his son, so the Lord thy God chasteneth thee. Therefore thou shalt keep thy commandments, the commandments of the Lord thy God, to walk in his ways and to fear him. For the Lord thy God bringeth thee into a good land, a land of brooks of water, of fountains and depths that spring out of valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley and vines, and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of oil, of oil, olive, and honey, a land wherein thou shalt eat bread without scarceness, thou shalt not lack anything in, in it, a land whose stones are iron, and out of whose hills thou mayest dig brass. When thou hast eaten and art full, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land which he hath given thee. Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes, which I command thee this day. Lest, thou, lest when thou hast eaten and are full and hast built goodly, goodly houses and dwelt, and dwell therein, and when thy herds and thy flocks multiply, and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied, and all that thou hast is multiplied, then thine heart is lifted up, and thou forget the Lord thy God, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage, who led thee through great and terrible wilderness, wherein were fiery serpents and scorpions and drought where there was no water, who brought thee forth water out of the rock of Flint, who fed thee in the wilderness with manna, which thy fathers knew not, that he might humble thee, and that he might prove thee to do thee good at thy latter end. And thou shalt say in thine heart, My power and the might of my hand hath gotten me this wealth. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant which he swore unto thy fathers as it is this day. Woo. So we see. So we see. Something how the Lord gives us that what we need that we can be sustained. And you know when you read about that, when you read about that, you know you and, and please don't say, "Well, that was for them back then." God definitely wants to bless us Amen. and right. keep us. That's right. Amen. And He can and He will. Amen. If we just choose to do His will. Amen. And He will always, you know, always make that way for us, regardless. Regardless. 
You know, I think about that. Everything that we do. In Deuteronomy 28, verse number 1, it says, And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Then he goes on, Blessed shalt thou be in the city. Blessed shalt thou be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body and the fruit of thy ground and the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thine kind and the flocks of thy sheep. Blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. Blessed shalt thou be when thou comest in and blessed shalt thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face they shall come out against thee one way and flee before thee seven ways. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses and all that thou settest thine hand unto, and he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. The Lord shall establish thee in holy people unto himself as he has sworn unto thee, if thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in his ways. Woo! Man. Something. Something to think about that covenant relationship we have with him. And where we are right now. And the possibilities and the potential we have as a result of our relationship. Our obedience, our humility, our faith, our love. <coughs> uh, scripture says in the book of Deuteronomy, verse number 6 and 24, it says, And the Lord commanded us to do all these statutes, to fear the Lord over our God, for our good always, that he might preserve us alive as it is at this day. Woo. So you think about that. You think about that. And how God is able to keep his people. Hallelujah. Yeah. To keep his people. Did you ever realize this? You go in the scripture, you study Israel's relationship with, with the Lord. Of course, whenever Israel was walking right with God, the Lord blessed them. He blessed them just like he promised he would bless them. <coughs> they were a strong nation. They were a nation that had abundance. But whenever they turned their back on God, guess what? There was a decline. That's right. That's right. Yes. That's right. He kept his promise to them that when you do this, he said, you're going to be cursed. You're going to be cursed. But whenever Israel came into a place where they began to 
humble themselves again and seek God and turn their hearts to him, guess what? They always begin to make that, amen, that improvement as far as their, their ability to be a people and a nation. They always rose and God always blessed them. You know, a lot of people don't realize and a lot of people don't understand this that the Lord allowed this to happen for a reason. Of course, he wants us to amen, put our faith and trust in him that as long as we do what's right in his sight, God will always make that way for his people. He'll make that way for his people. Something I want you to understand today about your covenant relationship with him that God will be able to make a way for each and every one of us. I don't consider myself a prophet. Maybe I am. But let me tell you something. I believe the Lord is speaking to us through his word. Yes. And despite what we are seeing in this world right now, despite everything that's happening, guess what? He wants us to be assured. He wants us to understand that as long as we do his will, guess what? We're going to be okay. Amen. We're going to be fine. Amen. And God will always make that way. In the book of Psalms 31, verse number 19, it says, Oh, how great is thy goodness. How great is thy goodness which thou hast laid up for them that fear thee. How great is thy goodness, which thou hast laid up for them that hast feared thee. Wow. In other words, I know this. God will always make sure that we, amen, will receive of his goodness. My wife was saying, <clears throat> you know, we were trying to get certain things that we needed for our house. Of course, we, we, we got enough to take care of ourselves, I guess. But you know how everybody is doing? I was telling Brother Dan, and I seen on, on Facebook, my wife showed me this picture of a hand sanitizer. I think it was like how many ounces it was. There was three of them. Somebody uh, from Nebraska put on uh, on one of their uh, rummage sites or whatever, and it said, uh, "Have three bottles of hand sanitizer, selling them for a hundred bucks a piece." <laughs> she showed me that, and, and no, no longer. Five minutes later, guess what? Somebody said, "I want them." Wow! Wow! Somebody bought them for a hundred bucks a piece. Can you imagine that? To me, it was like, <laughs> wow. I'm glad I know Jesus. Amen. I'm glad I know Jesus because something deep down inside tells me everything's going to be all right. I mean, why, why do we feel the fear? Why do we feel the panic when we know God? We know everything is going to be all right. He yes. said, which thou hast made up for them that fear thee. In other words, God knows yeah, beforehand 
hand. He knows what it is you and I dearly need. I'm saying this, church, because I know there's going to be so many things that are going to come in this world that is just going to just cause a lot of chaos and confusion yes. and fear. Yes. But guess, guess who we serve? Yep. Yes. Amen. That's right. That's right. Well, how great is thy goodness? There's no, there's no way we can measure his goodness. There's no way we can measure his grace. His favor, huh? His abundance. Ooh. How are we going to do it? How are we going to do it? How are we going to do it? Walk humbly before Him. Huh? Walk in obedience. Walk in love. That's how we're going to do it. Keeping our minds on His in his word and in his will, doing his will, being to him a people. Right. That's how we're going to do it. Amen. So that other people can see. Let me tell you something. We're, we're like shining bright in this world. Amen. When they look at you and they look what you and who you are, they're going to say, hey, there's got to be something to that person's faith. Oh, how great is thy goodness which thou hast laid up for them that fear thee, which thou hast wrought for them that trust in thee before the sons of men. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Just hold on, church. <clears throat> because we're going to see some great things. We're going to see some great things. Yes. We're going to see a great harvest of yes. souls. Brother Dan and my brother Chuck just recently celebrated their birthdays. Amen. A day apart, I think it was. Amen. My brother's was yesterday. Same age as you. Are. Awesome. <laughs> Same age. and uh, we're, we're, we're getting up there. Praise God. I don't like to call myself an old man, but I guess I'm getting there. I have to, I have to face, accept reality, accept what, what's happening in my life, even though I feel like I'm in my 30s. Still have that young mind, you know. Not, not full of vanity, I'm not saying that. But I feel in my body, you know, in my, in my mind, I'm just like, whew. Sometimes my body stops me, though. But I still try to do what I what I feel like I need to be doing anyway. And uh, but I've come to this part in my life, I guess, and and, and everything that I've, I've ever experienced. I mean, everything that I've ever done. I'm so thankful for what the Lord has done. So thankful for His presence in my life. For Him. And for how he has always watched over us. And always made a way for us. Yes. Amen. Amen. Always been faithful. Can you imagine that? Even when we at times were never faithful. Right. That's right. Always consistent. Even 
when we were never consistent. Huh? Always there for us. And you know, there's one thing I've, I've determined. He's, he's kept his word. He said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. I will never leave thee. Hallelujah. And so, you know, I think about that. And I think about what the Lord said through Isaiah when he said, and even to your old age, even to your old age, I am he. And even to her hairs will I carry you. Amen. I have made and I will bear, even I will carry and deliver you. Now, if that's not a promise, what is that? If that's not a covenant promise, what is that? If that's what he's spoken, amen, that's what, that's what we, that's a promise that we all, we all have. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So I know God is always faithful. He's always faithful. He's always here for his people. Amen. And I know this world is, you know, going through certain things, but that's the world. Yes. Here we are, doing what God has called us to be. Amen. What he has called us to be. And that's what we're, we're doing. And I think about what the Apostle Paul said in 2 Timothy 4, verse 18, he says, And the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work, yeah. and will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom, <coughs> to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. So I'm speaking this morning to everybody in here. Speaking about what it is and our covenant relationship. And just remember what God has called us to, His promise to us, and for us to be able to, amen, to be able to be preserved, taken care of, sustained, hallelujah, in Him. I was in prayer the other morning and I was praying about certain things and <coughs> you know what's neat is when you can get a, a word from the Lord and you know it's just <clears throat> he can take you in his word and no. you get there and, I like that. and you know it's God no. here the Lord spoke to me and he said this is what this is what he gave me, and it's 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 in the book of Psalms 84, right around verse number eight, and and this is what he spoke to me when I was when I was in prayer about you know our situation as a people of God, and and it says, O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer, give ear, O God of Jacob, behold. O God, our shield, and look upon the face of thine anointed. 
For a day in thy courts is better than a thousand. I had rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. Wow. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the man that trusted in thee. So we all just need to do our best to abide in him where he wants us to be. Where he wants us to be. And I believe that, praise God, he will keep our his promise to us. The Lord will bless us. And like he said, no good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. No good thing. You know, God knows our needs. God knows our needs. Hallelujah. And I know the Lord, the Lord will make a way for us. He'll make a way for us. If we continue to walk in humility and obedience. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. There are some here. I feel this in the spirit, but there are some here. It seems to you that you're in a place where, you know, it feels like you're up against a wall. And there's really no resolve for what you're going through right now. But you know, the Lord is going to open that door for you. You're going to receive. You're going to receive of Him favor. And He's going to make a way. He's going to open that door that you can be able. You can be able Amen. to live. Amen. nothing that too hard for him. If you put your trust in him, if you put your trust in him, God will see you through. Amen. So this morning, I just want everybody to just be encouraged in the Lord and what's happening. I know there's a lot of things going on, and I know a lot of people are disturbed and wondering what's 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 going to take place but just as long as we are doing his will as long as we are abiding him we'll we'll amen we'll survive amen. we'll be sustained we'll be taken care of thank you jesus hallelujah i'm glad i know him yes sir amen i'm glad i know him and i'm glad hallelujah. to praise god too Understand my covenant relationship with him. Hallelujah. We'll stop there this morning. Thank you, everybody, for your presence here this morning.
Uh, prayer tonight at six o'clock for those of you that are coming tonight. Um, haven't felt in my in my heart to, you know, uh, eliminate uh, services. Uh, we'll just continue as long as everybody just does their best to keep themselves clean, your, your hygiene, washing your hands, and all that kind of stuff. You you should be fine. You should be fine. Of course, this is a place where we are sanctified. <clears throat> Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. We're being, we're being sanctified. We're being cleansed. So I haven't felt the need to, to, to you know, readjust our schedule for the next month or so. And uh, we'll just keep on serving the Lord. Amen. Amen. So greet one another. You're all dismissed in Jesus' name. Thank you for your attendance this morning. Can't go like this. Can't go like this. Can't go like this.